Yo, what's happening, everybody? How are you doing today? Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to, you know, leave a little bit about something that's been in my heart for the last week. Um, look, if you've been anywhere around me, if you've had conversations with me, maybe even follow me on social media, you know that for the last couple of years, I have been working on personal development of myself, right? I'm really, really dedicated to leaving a strong legacy of wealth, a strong legacy of health, and um, leaving a blueprint of how to elevate uh, not just myself, but mainly my family for now and into the future. And so in doing that, there has there's been tons of things that I've had to learn, uh, conversations that I've had to have, things that I've had to let go, people that I've had to let go. Um, and, and it's been an encouraging process along the way because I can see the increase that has happened since I started this process. Now, look, by no means am I an expert at anything because I'm just learning just like you are. But I am also a type of guy, it, um, and those who know me know this, uh, that I'm not trying to just do it on my own for me and mine. Like, if there's a way that I can leave a blueprint for others to be able to do it for their for their families as well, I'm, I'm going to do that. And so this is kind of one of those moments. Here's the deal. One of the things that I've learned, and, and please call in, correct me if there's things that I'm missing or if there's some additions that you want to add to what I'm saying or if you agree with me. Um, one thing to re- that I'm really paying attention right now is the market. Now, I don't really know everything about it, but I know a few things to really understand the markers of what's happening in the economy at large. There's a bull market and then there's a bear market. And if you don't know those terms, I think you should look it up. Now, in a bull market, you know, the market shares go up. What is being invested in goes up. There's a lot of money that goes into the market, right? What happens, though, every like five to seven years, if you look at it in the macro, there's a correction that happens to kind of put uh, level, put the levels back in check. Uh, there might have been overexposure of certain types of things and, you know, there are bubbles that were created in there. And those things kind of uh, come back down to reality. Uh, that happens every five to seven years. And when that happens, we go through what is called a bear market where uh, things are not necessarily on a downturn, but there's not really that much increase. The problem is over the last almost eight, nine years, there has been a correction. The last correction that there was in the market was the, the Great Recession. And um, being someone who was in the workforce on that time, there was, you know, there was a lot of industries that got got really uprooted um shoot north or not north of lockheed martin actually left the state of california during that time like uh you, you know all the different things that happened i don't have to retell all the stories what i'm trying to get at is that there is a correction coming and what i am seeing from the conversations that i'm having with my friends and and family is that there's a lot of people who are not prepared for it i talked earlier this week um, about something that my man Tayon Mitchell was saying about how uh, our parents may have had pension and they had a job, which is cool with why they stayed at the job so long, because they had that second stream of income that was being built up because of them being where they were. Um, we don't have that. 
We don't have that at all. We may have a 401k, but that's only a supplement to what you're already saving. But see, Americans aren't saving shit. Like we, <laughs> there's, there's mad people who are maybe like two to $500 away from financial ruin, right? And so I have been working to prepare myself and having these discussions with my folks to prepare them as well. Like you got to find some other way to protect yourself through this. There's no shortcuts, man. You may actually need to have a side hustle or something. Like, I, I, it doesn't matter what it is. Like me, myself, yes, I got into network marketing because it was something that made sense for me. It's a travel co- a travel club that I think people want to do and travel anyway. But you got to find what it is that's going to work for you. Because if you don't, I, I, I can see that you might be one of the people on the chopping block. What do I mean about the chopping block? Well, here's the thing. You know if the job that you have and the industry that you're in is prepared for the future or not. You know that. For instance, I got friends who are in communications and marketing, right? And some of the work that they're doing is putting up, you know, banner ads and uh, talking to people about getting billboards and and doing direct marketing in, in that aspect. Like, okay, those things do work, but you don't even consume content that way. You don't even watch commercials. Tell me if I'm lying, right? So if you know that the industry that you're in and the business that you're a part of is not prepared for a significant shift in the economy, you might not make it through when I was working at Northrop Grumman you know the the, uh, the recession happened um, this is 2009 almost 2010 before the impacts of the recession hit the uh, uh, hit the aerospace industry because that's what I was in when it hit Lockheed Martin left the state of California Northrop Grumman let go almost 800 people out of the workforce, okay? Like, these are significant shifts and significant things that happen. They haven't since hired that many people back, okay? So I'm really, like I said, talking to the 30-somethings, people my age, like, we're going to be the ones that are most impacted because we have families now. I have a lot of friends who have bought homes, who, who have um, now situated themselves to be dependent on that check continuously coming because that's the only way that they have money coming in to pay for the lifestyle they have. But if you're dependent on that one check, man, what happens when that check doesn't come anymore? Now, I ain't trying to scare you, man. Like, I'm just being honest. I'm just being real. Like, you've got to figure out something else to complement shoot even supplement what you already have going on and and the the beauty of this is that in the world that we live in now with the way that technology has taken hold and the way that we can connect with the world not even not even just with people in the country but with the world how you can get involved with many different ways of creating pro, uh, creating products creating content to be able to get it out to many different people, you know, 
shoot, uh, Facebook just hit 2 billion people, which means that even if you just did marketing of whatever product that you're trying to sell on Facebook, you you actually can target and pinpoint the amount of people that be able to supplement your income if you actually have something that you're bringing to the market that's good. The opportunity is there, man. And if you got ideas, if you got things that you've been thinking about um, and, and, and been trying to toy with a little bit, like... Take that time, that extra time that you have after you get off work, after not after five o'clock, that time you have where you basically come home, maybe grab something on the way and you eat and you just sit and watch uh, loving basketball or or watching television, watching power, you know, watching Game of Thrones. Like that's time that's that's being spent and being honest, like I spend that time, too, because I watch those, I, I watch power, I watch Game of Thrones, but that's time wasted. You know, when you really look at what's really happening out here, that's time wasted, man. And if you're not really putting yourself in a position for success, you're going to fail. Because the world, the, the, the way that the economy is set up now is not as reliable as it used to be. You have to create your own reliability. All right. And I'm saying what I'm saying to you because I care. That's really what it comes down to. So be thoughtful about what what type of industry that you want to actually get into on the side. Start picking up a book and reading them joints. Start reading articles um, about, you know, the different things about the industry that you want to get into. And then find an entry point and do it in a way that makes sense in the time that you have. And then increase the amount of energy you put towards it over time. Okay. Let's talk more about it, man. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Other than that. Please live legendary. Peace. Yeah, you better wake up, girl. It's time to wake up, girl. It's time to wake up, girl. (laughs) Come on, Carter. It's time to wake up. Wake up, baby. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, Carter. Come on, wake up, sweetheart. We gotta get up. We're gonna put some clothes on and get ready for the day. Are you ready? Huh? No. You're not ready? Okay, well, we gotta get ready. Okay? Good morning. I love you. So I applied to this uh, event called School of Hustle that's being sponsored by uh, Instagram for Business as well as um, Headley and Bennett, right? I just want to read you guys what I wrote in the application. Hey, Headley and Bennett and Instagram for Business. Uh, My name is Derek. I'm a black dad. I'm a black husband. I'm a leader at my job and in my community. I'm a storyteller at heart. That's why I started a podcast called Live Legendary and started a blog too. I'm focused on leaving a legacy and want my children's children to be able to hear how it happened from me. I have a hustler spirit and an entrepreneur's heart. I understand the mindset of starting a side hustle because I have a couple. Being honest though, I don't come from a legacy of entrepreneurs. I went to an HBU, HBCU for engineering to become an employee. The employee mindset is the mindset I know best like so many of my peers. 
but I have a vision. That vision includes collective economics and using today's platforms to get a message across of how we can win together. That's what Raise the Standards Consulting Group is all about. The future that we are headed in is one where the side hustlers can be extremely successful, but there has to be a dot connector to help them get in the door. Here's the thing. My business acumen and understanding of B2B and B2C interworkings, how to fully bring business ideas to bear, knowing how to set up, set myself up appropriately tax-wise, and most importantly, how to use platforms like Instagram to not only find clients, but also connect them with small business owners to support them has room for improvement. I feel like School of Hustle would help me with a few, if not all of these ideas and extradate my learning curve in all aspects. I have heart. I don't give up, and my family's belief in me to build and leave a legacy draws me. I know I have tremendous upside and could benefit more than most if provided this opportunity. I don't claim to know it all, so I'm always ready to learn. Nonetheless, I'm grateful for the chance to share my story. Trust me when I say, either way, the vision will come to the world. But for me to post this to your attention, the word that comes to mind is gratitude. And that's really how I feel. I just thought I'd share. Peace. Shout out to Sean Breeze for posting it so I could see it and that I could actually apply. My guy. In that practice, she went to the place and they're like, no. She's like, let me speak to your supervisor. They said, no. She went to the state. They said, no. And she did, had done her research and had their supervisor's number. Like, for her to get her practice, she said she had to go through so much because no one wanted her. Why not? Because she didn't have a degree. Oh, they were looking at all sorts of things. She was like, I mean, I was a black woman, you know, trying to open wow. a practice, you know, exactly. And she was doing it the way that other people would do it. Mm -hmm. but, then, but because it was her, right? And so they so had she to make say, you don't even need a high school diploma to do it. And so then I spoke to the students, right? And I said, okay, but let's break it down. If I'm trying to get a loan from the bank because I don't have twenty thousand dollars to open it up, and I don't have a high school diploma. Is that bank going to take a chance on me to open that without any prior, like, you know, previous experience? And they were like, well, probably not. Probably and I was not. Like, exactly. You know, so like, we, we, we got to break it down. Mm -hmm. like, she wasn't saying don't get But she was just explaining that all this hoopla that and, and rigmarole that they tell you you have to go through in order to just do something like open a private practice is not necessarily true. You can. Yeah open a private practice their with no blown. degree. Their minds were blown when she said, no, I own this practice, but I am not a doctor. And they were like, wait, 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 how does that happen? And she was like, no, you don't. You need to be a doctor to have your own practice. In fact, most practices are not owned by doctors. <laughs> but that doesn't, like, just because you own the practice doesn't mean you are practicing. You just own the practice. Right. But we don't really think about it that way, you know? Yeah, we no. just assume. I mean, you would assume that the right. doctor is the one. Oh, <laughs> and wow. And so she said, I hire the doctors. I hire everyone that works here. And I make sure, you know, she said, I love that uh, human to human, making sure that everyone's being seen, making sure that everyone's getting the care that they need. She's like, you know, that's my job is to make sure that I hire the people to do that. Wow. Yeah. So, so what was the feedback from the students? Well, they were like, wait, every time she, she said something, you know, because the, the one thing she said that I want you guys to take back is you need to follow the money. 
Absolutely. Where that's, is that's that? That's with anything. Yeah. yeah. She said, you need a follower that is coming from. Yeah. She's like, because that is where the power is. That's who's calling the shots. She's like, I call the shots here, you know. Um, and they were just like, what? Like, wait, 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 wait. I can, you know, still be in the health field and not spend a ton of years in school and make money. Mm-hmm. What? Good money at that, I'm it sure. Was, yes. Wow. Yes. Um, good money. Did she say how much or she didn't she didn't get into that? She talked about how much it costs to keep her medical center um, operating and it's about twenty thousand a month. Just break even. That's not bad. No. And she said and that's And she hire, sees everybody? That's to yeah, to hire and she said it, they get about fifteen to twenty only fifteen to twenty patients a day. Mm-hmm. Um but she said they don't turn anyone around, and that's why she hired two assistants to be in the front of the medical building. Um, they close on Wednesday, so they can make sure all the paperwork is done. But she's like, I pay my people to serve whoever walks in through that door. Mm. Um, she's like, there's always a solution. There's always something that we can do to make it better. Um, and because you know, students were obviously, they've had experiences with healthcare or not seeking it due to them not being insured um, or being afraid of the costs. And so they were like, wait, there has to be like a catch. If you are seeing everyone and it doesn't matter if they can pay or not, which is crazy to think that they're doubting that. You know, when it's like, no, that's how it should be. Like Mm -hmm. if you're sick and you need to see a doctor, you need medical attention, you should be able to get it. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Wow. And that's here in Inglewood. That's here in Inglewood. What's the name of the center? Anthem uh, Medical Center. And it's on, like, Hillcrest. Hillcrest and... I, I know exactly where it is. Yeah. It's right on the corner. Yeah. Right by the lawn? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. And she was awesome. She, um, you know, one of our so- some associates called her, and she said yes right away. She was excited to have them come. Opened her doors. She gave them a tour. You know, it's not huge, but she gave them a tour. And then sat down and talked about her story. It was just, it was. Yo, D Steel. This is your boy Joe, man. Love your station. Love the motivation, constant encouragement, brother. Keep it up, man. By the way, man, I've recently re- relocated out to LA. So at some point, at some time, man, we got to make sure we link up, cross paths, get a workout in, grab coffee, however you want to do it. Got to make that happen, bro. But, um, man, just kind of comment on your station, bro. I think a big thing too, it's so important to have that side hustle going um, and constantly working on a craft that will make you more marketable, right? Because it's one of those things where, you know, no matter, you know, what this next downturn or correction looks like, I doubt enough of us 30 year olds anyway, will have enough money in the bank to say, you know what, I'm gonna be good for five years. So we're gonna have to pick up some new skills, find some new avenues, new revenue streams during that time frame. So I think you're onto something, man. Keep the conversations going. I'm tuned in. Talk to you soon, bro. Hey. Hey. Hi. Come on over here. What's up? Ooh, girl, what's happening? How you doing? No, you didn't? Great. That's what I'm talking about. High five. 
That's my girl. Guess who's gonna eat the dinner? What are doing today? Can you get? No, we had that yesterday. What are you gonna have today? It's one of your favorites. What do you like to eat? You, you like when I make this. It's spaghetti, silly. You're gonna make spaghetti. Biscotti. Yeah, bus, biscotti. That's how it is. Spaghetti. Biscotti. Yeah. <laughs> You're silly. Did you have a good day today? Yeah? I teach you who was there. Um, I eat oranges. You had oranges? Yeah. Were they good? Uh-huh. Were they sweet? Juicy? Oh, cool. What else did you do while you were there? You smell like chocolate. Were you eating chocolate? What kind of chocolate? Cookies, chocolate. Oh, cookies, chocolate, chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. Who else was that? Who else was that? Uh, Teacher Sue's house. My friends are there. Who? Who's? Which friends? Zoe. Zoe. Who else? Zoe. Zoe was there too. Who else? Amir. Oh, where? Amir. Who else were you? Who? Who did you play with the most? Zoe, that's the homie, huh? That's good. Well, I just wanted to say hello. Alright, I thought I said, you gonna go get mommy? Alright, see ya. So, Carter really likes SpongeBob, right? And so Nicole turns it on and she says to me, Derek, I think I figured out what the secret ingredient is to the Krabby Patty. So of course, as a SpongeBob fan, I'm intrigued. She says, have you noticed that Mr. Krabs is the only crab? Other than his parents, of course, he's the only crab in Bikini Bottom. Could the secret ingredient be ba ba ba? Crabs? Oh, that's crazy! Blew my mind. So crazy. Thought I'd share. Thanks. It's Avery and Carter. What's going on, ladies? Today has been a very busy day. And so I just want to leave this quick message for you. Understand this. No one can live your life better than you now it's cool to have advisement to have coaching on a particular subject matter so that you can get better but at the end of the day you are the one who can live your life the fullest no one can do it for you it's up to you The greatness and the level of greatness that you achieve in your life is on you. It's not on anybody else. And if you put yourself in a position where you can only be great when you have a coach, then you're selling yourself short and you'll never reach your fullest potential because you can only do action in front of other people. You have to be able to shine when no one is watching. Okay? So understand that. Your greatest level 
comes from within, not without. Alright? So live your life full, ladies. You know, stick your flag in the ground. Know where you stand. Know what you want to achieve. And then achieve it. And then once you achieve that goal, and if there needs to be new ones, then revamp it. Do it all over again. Put your flag in the ground. Know where you stand. Set the goals. Then achieve them. But live it full. Okay? Because I want to see you be as great as you can be. That is all. I love you. Sleep well. And I'll see you tomorrow. Good night.